Hi, and welcome to The Movie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from The Movie Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash The Movie Girls to get access to all of our bonus content, including our movie serials, get a sticker for joining, all that good stuff. Uh, and this week we are covering A Christmas Carol. And I, Christmas Carol 2009. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I have titled this one Bah Humbug. Of course. Of course. Of course. It's so good. I said this at the end of our last episode. It's so good now knowing where that comes from because I've never watched or read this book. Really? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's such like a Christmas saying. Yeah, like I knew it, and I've definitely heard people say it. Yeah. I just didn't know where the origin of it was yeah. was from. But now I know. <laughs> uh, so the book was originally published December nineteenth, eighteen forty three, and it's written by Charles Dickens. It has a four point one out of five on Goodreads, and the version I read at least was one hundred and twelve pages. Mm-hmm. But I saw it ran the gamut in terms of pages depending yeah. on which format you use. I have yeah. not read anything else from him. So well, I, if you haven't read a Christmas Carol, then you haven't read anything else. <laughs> Um, so the move we're doing the movie that came out in 2009 which is a disney um, movie it's rated pg which we'll talk about in a little bit later it's kind of scary yeah and like i'm sure kids got really scared in this one but it's an animated adventure comedy okay an hour and 36 (laughs) minutes long which is funny because this is our now our third christmas episode and they all have been in within 10 minutes of each other i feel like anything longer than that and it's just like too much yeah like, no, there's never enough Christmas. What are you talking about? Right, but like I'll I'd rather watch like four hours of different movies uh-huh. than like four hours of one Christmas movie. Okay. Well, good thing we're about to start Lord of the Rings, which yeah. is like five hours of one movie. Literally. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this movie is directed by um Robert Zemeckis, who, funny enough, did the most recent version of The Witches that ah, yes. we hated. Yeah. Um he also did the Polar Expect Polar Express, which we covered last year, he did um, the Back to the Future movies and Forrest Gump. So very well-known director. Okay, that makes sense about Polar Express, because we'll talk about the animation in this movie. It's very similar Mm -hmm. to that of Polar Express. So, All right, so the IMDb synopsis reads, an animated retelling of Charles Dickens' classic novel about a Victorian-era miser. Miser? Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Miser. Taken on a journey of self-redemption, courtesy of several mysterious Christmas apparitions. Well, that's funny that it's called Miser. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I don't even know what, that's, what that means. What does that mean? Um, well, in the one movie, uh, Christmas, the animated Christmas movie with um, Mr. Heat Miser. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it must be like just like a uh, like a villain ah, type okay. thing. Antagonist? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a grouch. Yeah. A grumpy Gus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some interesting facts. Um, Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol during a uh, period when the British was exploring the reevaluating of like past Christmas traditions and including like the newer traditions like Christmas cards and Christmas trees and like it was like in that era of traditions of the past and traditions of the future, mm-hmm. um, which I'm assuming kind of played into his portrayal uh, in this movie or in this book, sorry. Um, so the book, when it first published, it was priced at five shillings, which equals to about 25 euros okay. today, which equals to about $28 US. That's kind of expensive. It is. I thought for the a hundred page book. Right. And I was like, well, maybe people, I don't know. I'm not paying that much for a hundred page well, book. Well, if you think about it if, it, if it's a hardback, that's usually the standard price. Not right for a hundred dollar or not, sorry, for a hundred pages. 100 page. That's true. That's true. Because hardbacks, I mean, 
feel like regardless, if it's a hardback, they yeah. hike up the price anyway. Not, not if it's at the Goodwill. <laughs> so the like I mentioned, the book published on the 19th of December mm-hmm. by Christmas Eve, the 6,000 that they originally printed had already sold out. Wow. Yeah. By the end of 1844, um, 13 editions had already been released. So that's however many years from when it <laughs> yeah. 1843 when it originally was uh, published. Uh, the story was actually illicitly copied in January of 1844, um, and Dickens took legal action to sue the publishers mm-hmm. that um, were in- incorrectly publishing his his work. Unfortunately, uh, that company filed for bankruptcy, Ooh. and Dickens was just en- ended up having to pay like the legal costs. Yeah. And it ended up being a negative for him uh, either way. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, in 1849, he actually began public readings of the story, mm-hmm. um, and he they were so successful that he undertook 127 further performances um, until 1870, Could which is the year he died. Imagine going to a live reading of a Charles Dickens book by, by Charles, Charles Dickens. Dickens. Like yeah. that is so cool. Well, I think about that. Like there are authors now who you know eventually will become like mm. timeless authors right yeah and to ca- catch them now like and, and see that i mean they don't do them as much now since covid and everything right but, um but yeah and this is such a short book that i'm sure he probably read the whole book yeah when he did them so yeah 127 um performances until he died in 1870 yeah cool uh after this uh novel which technically is a novella because it's super short he went on to write four other christmas stories Mm -hmm. um and then the story obviously has been adapted into lots and lots of different film adaptations stage opera other media all sorts of different things it's probably one of the most adapted stories there is um but like you mentioned we're covering the 2009 version so not a lot of people like this 2009 oh, version. Yeah. <laughs> it they only, wouldn't be alone. It only has a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not great. Did you look at any of the other ones? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, the budget for this movie was $2 million. Wow. That's a lot of money. It's probably a lot of graphics and stuff. Yeah. But luckily, it ended up grossing worldwide $325 million, So it definitely did very well yeah. in the box office. But I thought that was crazy. <laughs> and we had kind of talked about this offline that I remember when when this movie came out. Because, you know, working in radio, especially back, you know, 10 years ago, movie premieres was like a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Like we always would go and do movie premieres yeah. and, and all that stuff. That was like stuff. the thing to do. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I saw so many movies, including this one. Um, but I was telling you how it was so funny because I was there with our pop station and then Radio Disney shows up and they were always known to have like choreographed dances. <laughs> and they did one here and I was like... Okay, well, that's I don't have that, but great. Was it a Christmas themed choreography? I'm sure it was. <laughs> Freaking Radio Disney. Um, but this was actually Disney's first animated movie to release in IMAX 3D. So this oh. was kind of towards like the very beginning of 3D. Like that's obviously, aggressive. I don't feel like I need to see this in 3D. <laughs> no, I think it'd be kind of scary. Yeah. I don't. Rem- I don't think I actually saw it in 3D. Um, so because I mean, was it um, Pandora? Was it? Pandora? Why am why do I not think that's right? It's uh, one of those blue people. I think it's a Pandora? No. Is that yeah. Why does that not sound <laughs> that right? It doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> I'm looking it up. <laughs> oh my god. It's gonna drive me nuts. I know. Why can't I think of it? 
Avatar. <laughs> they lived. They, in, they, they lived in, in Pandora. Pandora. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, boyfriend Ray is gonna kill us for not knowing that. Awful. That's I embarrassing. Feel, it's fine. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> um, uh, and also, this is. I thought this was interesting. This, but this is Disney's third involvement in an adaptation of A Christmas Carol. The first one is Mickey's Christmas Carol mm-hmm. in 1983, mm-hmm. and then The Muppets Christmas Carol in 1992. Okay. So this is more of a traditional type one, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. So let's just jump into the cast. Let's do it. Um. I mean, we can talk about the animation here or a little bit later, but... Let's talk about it here. Let's just yeah, get it out of the so way. Yeah, <laughs> so the animation is scary. So it is more lifelike animation than than you like. And I... Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I, I did think I liked... I like this animation a little bit better than Polar Express. Polar Express kind of scared me as well. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. I thought it was so interesting how... Um, we'll get into the, the actors in a little bit. Like, Scrooge... Didn't look like Jim Carrey, which I didn't think he needed to. Oh, I Maybe a did. little bit. But the Colin Firth character looked exactly <laughs> like Colin Firth. I was like, this is weird to well, me. Well, it's so funny. I recognized him from his face, which is odd, than his voice. Right. <laughs> it which was is so strange. funny. Um, but yeah, it's very creepy. It's very dark, very blue. Um, I just, yeah. I don't like, if I'm going to watch an animated movie, give me animation don't yeah. give me lifelike animation just make it a real movie then at that yeah. point right like i don't know i i agree like they're both ver- polar express and this are a little on the creepier side i don't know mm-hmm. how children don't get frightened by these movies um but i i guess i would agree that it works better here than in polar express mm-hmm. because scrooge's character just in general is kind of creepy and like you know yeah just meh right so mm-hmm. it worked in that sense but yeah. yeah i just i don't like this kind of animation <laughs> yeah so we'll discuss it as we as we go through here even the creepier parts of it <laughs> um so the cast of the movie or i should say the voices of the movie um so i have to just say so jim carrey obviously mm-hmm. plays scrooge he also plays the voice of ghost of christmas past young scrooge teenage scrooge Young Man Scrooge, Middle Age Scrooge, Ghost of Christmas Present, and Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. Oh, even the even the like black figure, like the black hooded yes. figure. Oh, yes. He doesn't talk though, does he? And I don't know. It's just the noises. He's credited <laughs> okay. in that. So I thought that was very interesting. Obviously, you know, Jim Carrey is so talented mm-hmm. in voice work that why why would you pay other people when you can just pay him one chunk for That's for fair. all of those? Well, and it makes sense. I mean. I don't know if you... I could tell even in the other characters, mm-hmm. like the subtle... Yeah. Like, he looked like Jim Carrey yeah. a little bit, right? Um, yeah. But you know how I feel about Jim Carrey. You don't like Jim Carrey. No. Um, I don't <laughs> mind him. I kind of like that slapstick comedy sometimes. There, I mean, there's... I loved him in The Grinch. Um, and there's some movies I love. I love him for the first time I watch his movies, if that makes sense. Okay. Like... <laughs> I love Dumb and Dumber the first time. I love, <laughs> you know, Ace Ventura the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I just kind of like... It's that kind of comedy that gets old quickly. Yeah. Um, I The movie I love him most in is The Mask. Oh, yeah. That movie is pure genius. So good. Um, but yeah, he's just got that like... like stupid comedy i have that same issue with will ferrell like Mm -hmm. i just i don't get it yeah (laughs) i'm more of the sarcastic kind of humor lover so but he was good in this yeah this is actually jim carrey's only walt disney 
project that he's wow. ever done. That's surprising. So, however, though, he was optioned as the voice for Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. He ended up declining it, and the role ultimately went to Tim Allen. Wow. Like, what an iconic character that I cannot picture as being Jim Carrey voice. Well, and, like, imagine, like, all the years you've... that That's such a... Uh, recognizable character and right. voice. Yeah, that would have been strange. It's, I mean, as long as it wasn't like midway through the, the you know, mm-hmm. the movies. At right. least like, yeah. if they it's were going to do things. it, everyone always, you, get nor- you, you get used to it, right? Yeah, everyone's always like, I can't imagine this person as, as this or this voice. And it's like, if you start with it, yeah. like you never know. Like, I'm sure if Tim Allen didn't voice it and we heard that Tim Allen turned it down, yeah. we'd be like, oh, I can never hear Tim Allen yeah. as it, you know? So. But it'd be like, picking someone other than Daniel Radcliffe to be like Harry Potter. Right. In the middle of the series. True. I could almost see Jim Carrey as the Woody character than Buzz. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because okay. a little higher pitch. Yeah. I don't know. But... A little bit more quirky. Yeah. Because Buzz is very much like straight mm-hmm. and narrow. Um, speaking of Harry Potter, uh, the characters' voices of Bob Cratchit, Marley, and Tiny Tim are voiced by Gary Oldman. <gasps> Who is the most fabulous Sirius Black, one of my favorite <laughs> characters in Harry Potter. He was also in The Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Um, his ex-wife actually plays the voice of Mrs. Cratchit yeah, in this. Okay. So um, I love Gary Oldman so much. I know. He's so good. He really is. Like in everything. Yeah. So I didn't recognize his voice. Like, I didn't too. So. I didn't. Like, which is surprising because I feel like he does have a little bit more of a recognizable well, voice. Well, but I also feel like the characters he played in this were so like not what he looks like. So you wouldn't, unless you really, really yeah. know his voice. But now that you mention it, just like picturing Bob Cratchit, I'm like, okay, I can see it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then lastly, uh, Fred, we mentioned him earlier, mm-hmm. is played by Colin Firth. We know him from Pride and Prejudice, Bridget Jones' Diary, King's Speech, Kingsman, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Love Colin Firth. He's okay. I love him in uh, like his more recent stuff. Like I we like know we older. don't love him in uh, Girl with the Pearl Earring. We know that. Correct. Um, <laughs> I I've I've decided that I love Colin Firth or er, current Colin Firth, like in his older, when he's like grown up. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I love him in Kingsman, King's Speech. He was mm-hmm. good. It's his younger work where I'm like, oof. Like, I don't know. I think he just aged really well. That's fair. Um. So Yeah. I, I'm trying to think, what else have I seen him in? Bertha Jones' Diary. I haven't which, actually seen those. We have to do those so soon. I love those books. Okay. You're going to like them. Can we get someone else to play Renee's character? <laughs> you can beg. Like, here's here's the good thing about what we do. I is know. that it gives us a chance to just, ra- like, do you but think like, I love how doing. How many hours do we have for me to rag on? <laughs> do you <laughs> think I love doing Shailene Woodley books? No, but, no, but, we, but we do them. <laughs> exactly. So you can do three Bridget Joneses for All me. Right, fine. <laughs> All right. Time for Who Said It. This was a little hard considering I felt like at any point it was either one of the Christmas ghosts or Scrooge. So I uh, tried my or best. Or Tiny Tim or Cratchit. There's literally one line. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> your first quote is, you may be an un... I, I want to do this in a British accent. Please I don't do. know if I can. Okay. Please do. I'll do my best. I'm so sorry to anyone who's British that's listening right now. You may be an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of underdone potato. <laughs> there's more There's more of gravy than grave about you, whatever you are. You have some really great words that are <laughs> like potato. <laughs> potato. Um, I have no idea who said this. 
I wasn't even paying attention. Um, it was Scrooge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's talking. I think it was when he was talking to like Marley's ghost. Mm-hmm. That's like, why should I trust you? You you could yeah. be a piece of meat that's that true. I ate earlier. All right. Next one. This boy is ignorance and this girl is want. Beware them both. Uh, ghosts of Christmas past? Mm, close. Present. Okay. <laughs> Last but not least, God bless us, everyone. Tiny Tim. Yes. <laughs> I had to include that. The I... boy who lived. <laughs> That's Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, side note, our friend texted us a... Um, a oh, my god! It was so great. A page out of the book of... Uh, out of the Deathly Hollows book where they covered the death scene where, spoiler alert, Hedwig dies with, like, him just flying off. Yes. And I was like, God bless whoever did that. Absolutely. Because that was probably... That and Dobby's death were, like, two, like, things that I just could not deal with. Absolutely. It was <laughs> the best thing I've seen in yes. a long time. 100%. <laughs> anyway, side note done. Um, all right. Your choices for Scrooge... Or <laughs> okay. Your choices for F. Mary Kill are Scrooge, Bob Cratchit, and Marley. But specifically Marley's ghost. (sighs) What? I thought you were going to give me like some of the ghosts. No, that would have been too easy. (sighs) Or hard, I guess. (laughs) You know what? Um, I'm going to marry Scrooge. What? I mean, at the end, he becomes, we all go through things in life. Bob Cratchit? (sighs) Bob Cratchit. Whatever, it's your decision. He seems very fertile. (laughs) say that like it's a bad thing so we will um i think we're gonna just for that alone let's uh kill cratchit (laughs) overpopulation um and then i will um uh spend christmas eve with uh Marley. Marley's ghost. Yeah. He seemed like a nice guy. He donated to charity. Okay. Um, I'm going to marry Bob Cratchit because he's just a lovely man. Um, I will spend Christmas Eve with Scrooge and I'll kill Marley because he's already dead. (laughs) No blood on your hands. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So, you know what? Bear with us. This is a classic that was written, you know, over a hundred years ago. So it's hard to understand. There's a lot. And okay. I pride myself on being an okay reader of classic novels because of all the fancy words. Mm-hmm. This one, it, it did me in. It was like a, a, half the time I was like, am I falling asleep? Dickens. What am I reading? Like if all of his other books are like this, I think it's going to be a no for yeah. me, dog. <laughs> Don't ever say that. <laughs> Well, it's funny in the book, Matilda, um, you know, cause she's like a genius. She mm. reads a lot of Charles Dickens. Of course she does. Yeah. So, all right. Well, in this version, uh, the movie starts with Scrooge overlooking a dead body, mm-hmm. which we find out ends up being his business partner, um, Marley. And he has to sign the death certificate and he reluctantly pays the man. <laughs> like the slowest <laughs> right. payment I've ever um, seen. But then we see Bob Cratchit in the casket and he has two coins over his eyes, which I believe is Bob Cratchit, not Bob Cratchit. Um, Marley. Marley. Bob. I was like, don't kill Bob. <laughs> like I was thinking Bob Marley. And then I was like, yeah, Bob. And then I said, Cratchit. Anyways, Marley's body. He has two coins on his eyes, which I believe is, is that an Irish thing? I know that there's something weird. Like if you put coins over their eyes, it's it's some sort You're of... Tra- definitely asking the wrong person. Yeah, I just think, you know, in, the, in just asking the universe. Mm-hmm. I think that's if what If you know, is. let us know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after he pays the, the, the 
guy for mm-hmm. embalming or engra- you know engraving uh burial um he ends up taking the coins from marley's <laughs> eyes as repayment i was like he just mean, sounds like he's being frugal to me yeah, i don't know very what, much is, so. what is marley gonna do with that money six feet well under? i think it's something about like your soul being able I to know, be released or whatever but anyway Maybe so that's what leads to everything else that Probably, to be honest. Uh, So as Scrooge is leaving, he runs into a bunch of carolers and he just like snarls at them. And everyone in town just seems very scared of Scrooge. Yeah. He's like like old man Marley in in, 100% in uh, that other movie did. Home Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. He's like that guy that like everyone knows lives in the neighborhood, but like no one wants to be associated with. Right. So we end up finding out that Scrooge and Marley, you know, were business partners. They had a business together um, in town. And then this version, fast forward seven years. Um, So Scrooge is there, you know, all by himself. His his nephew comes in at this point. And his nephew's like basically like me. It's just like Christmas is the greatest thing in the world. Like we should celebrate it all year long. And this is where we get the very first Bah Humbug. Bah humbug which I think is the only time in this movie we actually get it. In the it. movie, yeah. He says it a few times in the book. Yeah. yeah. So um and they have this argument about Christmas, which I will argue with anyone about Christmas. You have. Yeah, I have and I won. <laughs> so anyways, he then gets visited by a man who is asking for donations and they talk about how you know in years past you know marley had made donations for the poor and scrooge is like you know no thank you yeah he was like no thank you i will be keeping my money but i was kind of like thinking i was like have these like it's been seven years like these guys have not come at all in seven years that is the like surprising piece well suppose apparently if marley's been donating unless like maybe he was doing like postmortem donations you know what i mean like where he's already he'd already planned Maybe to I, donate highly d- I highly doubt that. <laughs> I don't know how but you never know. Work like that. So Scrooge is leaving his office at night, and when he gets home, this actually scared me. He's like drops his keys on the ground, and when he looks up, the door knocker on his on his door becomes Marley's yeah. face, and it's very like Disney haunted mansion, 100%. and it's it's really kind of scary. I was like, are we watching a Halloween movie or? Because it scary. honestly kind of feels like it sometimes in this. But anyways, he gets inside and these like little like doorbell things start ringing. So like paranormal activity starts happening, (laughs) basically. And he gets visited by Jacob Marley's ghost. And he's like in all these chains and he's just like weighed down. And Scrooge like thinks he's dreaming at first. And Marley's like, no, 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 no. Like this is real. And, you know, he tells them, you know, that the chains that he has on are basically all of the things he did poorly in mm. life and all the things that are now weighing him down in the afterlife. Yeah. So I guess Marley probably wasn't the best of guys that I thought he was now that I think about it. You know what I mean? I said, well, it's like he donates to charity, but like clearly he was doing things that have weighed him down. I was going to say, just because someone donates to charity doesn't mean that they're a overall sometimes, good human. Sometimes it's a uh, overcompensating for 100%. Else. Um, <laughs> but he also tells Scrooge at this part, at this point, like your chains are even longer than mine. Like you see how much I'm being yeah. weighed down. He's actually very hard to understand. <laughs> Like, very hard. And we didn't have subtitles on for this one. Oh, that's so surprising when I you know. don't do that. Um, yeah. I basically was like, okay, the gist is he made a lot of mistakes. And he's trying to tell this guy, like, don't make my mistakes. Like, try to repent for all the crappy Correct. things you've done. Um, And then his jaw falls off. <laughs> which is so scary and, like, yeah. creepy. Like That's what I'm saying. So Were we crazy. watching a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Because... 
I wasn't sure at time at some time. So creepy. But then he kind of like mumbles. And again, it's hard to understand him. And he tells Scrooge, you know, you still have a chance to save yourself from this fate that I have, which I'm like, good friend. Good looking out. You know, Roche, if I go before you and, and I, something in the afterlife shows me like, Ooh, Roche should probably fix that before this will happens come to haunt her. Me? I will come haunt you. Wow. I'll have my jaw fall off and I will haunt you. <laughs> no, if you could do it in a more like pleasant way, that would be great. That'd be great too. <laughs> um, this is a total side note. Hallmark Christmas movies, you know, uh-huh. love them. There's a new one this year called ghosts of boyfriends past or something like that, where this girl gets... <laughs> She gets like haunted, haunted by, her exes. by her exes. God forbid. And she has to like make peace with them in order to like move on with her love life. Listen. No thanks. Some of my exes are still living and I don't even want to do that. So I don't want them coming Aren't back. all of good. your exes still living? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't keep tabs on all of them. That's true. On all three of them. On all of them. <laughs> I was like, do I even have three exes? Like, I don't know. It's true too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, anyways, let's see. Oh, so, and then Marley also tells him at this point, you will be visited by three ghosts. So, and it happens, starts happening right away. Like, well, but like, can we stop and talk about how, so, um, Marley like leaves, right? Mm-hmm. He like pulls himself out of the window. Yeah. And then, um, Scrooge look, looks out the window and he sees the souls of all these other oh, people. Oh, yeah, that's creepy. That wasn't in the in the book. Mm-hmm. At least it wasn't described that way in the book where, like, he's seeing all these people now yeah. that are being weighed down by their bad choices mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, it, it becomes almost a little bit more real for him when he yeah. sees all the other ones that are also. Because, yeah. like, one thing, you know, Marley being the only one is one thing, but, like, seeing a bunch of other ones, he's yeah. like, oh, crap, like, this is real. <laughs> yeah. He um always, just all of a sudden has this, like, sixth sense where he can see dead bodies or dead people. Yeah, he's, what's his name? Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe it's the next day. I don't know if it's the next day, but it seems like it happens very quickly Well, in the he movie. says that the chiming of the bell... When it turns one. Yeah. And I think it's 1 p.m. And he was home the night before. Oh. So probably like half a day. Those timelines very strange in this yeah. movie. Um, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he ends up getting visited by the first ghost, which is Ghost of Christmas Pass, which is like this weird flame candle thing. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't like it. No, I didn't understand why we couldn't just have regular ghosts. Like a ghost. Yeah. Like a flowy, like, you know. Even a head would have been fine, but like, what? What? Why? Why a yeah. flame? <laughs> it was very strange. I didn't like, it and at I didn't all. appreciate the inconsistency between the ghosts. I don't right. know if that's intentional or not. Well, in the other versions of of the night, the Nightmare First of uh, the Christmas Carol that I've seen, they're all a little different. Yeah. Uh, the one that I really like is Scrooge with Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, one is like a cab driver and then one <laughs> is like an annoying like pixie girl. Oh, so I like that. I, it's just, I don't know. I just didn't like this version yeah. of it at all. But anyway, so she flies them to his childhood village or he, I don't know who it is. I think it's a he. Well, it's yeah. Jim Carrey, so it has to be a he. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The manly flame yeah. <laughs> flies him to their childhood village, to his f- childhood village. And he sees a vision of his sister, I guess, like coming to try to like take him home. I didn't love, I thought it, it the storylines of where he was in, in all of these, these stories with the ghost was very like, what is happening? Like, it was like very just like peace. Like oh, it was hard to understand a I little bit. I feel like bit. that's how it kind of has to be when you come into like, 
where, where like a ghost brings you in because you're you're basically dropped in the middle yeah. of what's already happened or what else what else is already going on yeah um yeah there's not really good setup per but i se. was like she's coming to get him to bring him home and that dad's not mad anymore and i'm like okay but like what, what happened? happened like yeah. i would like to know what happened because and then, time for that yeah well and then it fast forwards to like at a time when he was an apprentice at mm-hmm. some place. And they have this big... Bezzywig. Yeah. And they have this big Christmas party. He dances with this woman who he presumably ma- ends up marrying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the next scene is her at at his work and, like, releasing him from his agreement, which <laughs> I guess was a divorce, I guess. Well, I they probably assume. didn't use that word back then. It was probably yeah. frowned upon, but yeah. <laughs> but she says that, you know, he's become a different person and yada, yada. Like, I just needed more. Like, just a little, like, either then, focus then, on then the one thing. to the point where it's a little too long of a movie. But here's the thing. Pick one. Just pick one little, like, storyline. I get it. But I think because it's Christmas past, it almost has to show the progression of him gradually getting more like money hungry yeah. and more selfish and more, you know, all these yeah. other things. So like we needed to see at least a few um, to kind of get that idea. Yeah. I feel like. uh, this is the one thing I did like about the candle, though, because at this point, Scrooge tries to snuff it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, OK, I'm done with you. Uh, and which he does. So he snuffs out this ghost of Christmas past and he gets home. He then very quickly is visited by the ghost of mm-hmm. Christmas present, who is this big Hagrid looking guy. Right. Again. So like this one looked more like human form, even mm-hmm. though he was a giant. Like yeah. he, he was a little, he was less translucent, right. I guess. Um, so yeah, I wasn't sure again, maybe that that's the whole point, right? With all of mm-hmm. these is just to have inconsistency between them. But I think in the book, the timeline is about the same where one ends and the next one like immediately picks up. So he takes him to like the local bakery and then takes him to um, Bob Cratchit's house. And we see Bob Cratchit bringing home tiny Tim, who is uh, um, their little son with disabilities. And then we see like the daughter, like surprising him that she's home. So we see that this family is like very, very loving, but also very poor because they have a goose for dinner, not a turkey, because mm-hmm. they can't afford a turkey. But I was like, that goose looks good. Um, this family 100% gave me Weasley vibes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, this family, like, I would love to hang out with this family. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just seem like good people. Yeah. And, you know, they just seem very just happy and loving, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the spirit at this time tells Scrooge that Tiny Tim is going to die. That, you know, he's going to get sick and he's not going to make it. And... Of course, like to tug on the heartstrings while they're having dinner, uh, they end up making a toast just to Mr. Scrooge. And then Tiny Tim says, God bless us, everyone. I just love that Mrs. Cratchit was like, I'll toast to like, you know his health right and like you know whatever but i won't toast to him no he's he's a i was like waiting i was like wait to keep it realistic <laughs> yeah this is for real shit. like yeah well and again i want to touch on like how it's kind of different in the sense that like in the book regardless of which ghost came like they actually physically went places yeah. whereas this one this ghost just kind of like opened up the the floor mm-hmm. and you could yeah. like see into wherever they were it was yeah. just very strange i mean again i think when you do as many adaptations of mm. a book you have to create newness and right. like different 
Beats, I guess. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was their intention was to make it a little bit more different than all the other ones. So after he goes to the Cratchit house, he then takes him or shows him his nephew's house. And his nephew has this like big, beautiful house and he's having a big Christmas party and they're making jokes about Scrooge. And, you know, then they talk about how they feel sorry for him and all this. So he sees that like, you know, not not all people are just they're not scared of him. They just mm-hmm. like pity him almost which sometimes is worse I oh think. pity's way worse so then all of a sudden the big this is a weird scene <laughs> the ghost of christmas presents like standing there and like all of a sudden like opens his like robe mm-hmm. and there's like these creepy children yeah underneath his robe They're, they were like <clears throat> demon children right and he says like the, these these kids are representation of want and ignorance and then like they grow into like adult-sized people and it just it's super creepy yes what age is this for <laughs> is i mean I it's pg so... right so like but I, yeah i'd be curious if like you know how we always say like if you're paying for your children to watch a movie they're staying like yeah i'd probably walk out <laughs> Yeah, especially in 3D, like yeah. just a little too much. Um, and then like the ghost of Christmas Present like dies, <laughs> like just dies. Even though he's a ghost, so it's he's not real. But weird, yeah. which he, that does not happen in the. He doesn't no, die in the well, book. and to your point earlier, we in the Christmas Present scenes in the book, we get mm-hmm. way more places that he actually yeah. takes him, just to kind of show him around the, mm-hmm. his village of, like, yeah. this is kind of what everyone's going through. I think for time's sake and the fact that, like, they didn't probably didn't want to introduce new characters into yeah. the movie, they just kind of kept it to uh, the Cratchit's house and his yeah. nephew's house, but... So after the ghost of Christmas present dies, um, <laughs> he gets visited by the ghost of Christmas, which I think we know as as few i have always known as ghost future. of the future yeah. but in this movie it's the ghost of christmas yet to come mm-hmm. whatever Which, same same but yeah different. but it's it's like this shadow form very like crypt keeper type yeah type um vision which again is very scary so he we see these like three people talking and they're talking about somebody who has died and that they think like no one's gonna come to the funeral no one's gonna care whatever to everybody else we all know that they're talking about Scrooge. 100%. Scrooge does not think that. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's half the problem, right? Is right. that he doesn't realize he's the problem. <laughs> right. So he then like is in the town by himself and he ends up getting chased down the street by this like really creepy horse and carriage with like red eyes. This definitely does not happen in the book. No. And again, why did we need this? Why no. did we need more like frightening um, scenes? Yeah. <laughs> so he's running from this horse and carriage and then he like shrinks down and like escapes from this creepy horse and carriage. And then he ends up in his house and he sees his maid and this other guy like going through all of his stuff, like trying to figure out what they're going to sell. He then is up in like the bedroom area and he sees like a body laying in the bed, but it's covered. Mm -hmm. And he still is like, who is this? Yeah. Like, he still doesn't know. Well, and, like, they show the ca- the couple there, like, basically being happy that he's dead. Yeah. And there's a part where, like, the Crypt Keeper ghost guy tries to, like, take the veil or, like, let yeah. the sheet off. And then they just stop. I'm like, like, we, we get it. We know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is the uh, anticipation? Or Exactly. Like the- <laughs> because then they flash to a scene of Tiny Tim's family and Bob Cratchit and actually Tiny Tim dying. So then it 
a second. And he's like, well, maybe it's me. Maybe it's Tiny Tim. That body was way too big to be Tiny right. Tim. Right. <laughs> so freaking Ghost of Christmas, you have to come. It's like, all right, well, let me take you to the grave site to show you. Right. So, well, cause, yeah, because Scrooge eventually goes, who was that yeah. man who was dead? Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> right. So he's at the grave site now. He sees the gravestone, realizes that he is the one that has died, and he dies on Christmas. And then, like, the grave opens up, and he falls down. And it's just like... What in the world? Like, very creepy. Again, creepy is the word of this episode. Yeah, way too intense. Um, I think we could have gotten the point if none of that had happened. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, he falls down to this gravesite, but then it basically takes him home in his bed and he wakes up. And he's a new man. He's all happy and dancing around. He yells to the poor boy down the street <laughs> to go buy the turkey. And I'm like... That young man does not have money to buy a giant turkey. That was my thing, which it makes sense because then he brings the the poulter guy, poultry guy yeah. back with him. But I'm like, how do you send a kid without any money to buy a turkey that costs money and right. then expect him to bring said turkey back to you? It's very strange. <laughs> but maybe and that's then, how they did things back maybe. then. Who like, knows? put it on my tab. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then Scrooge starts dancing around. He comes down. He ends up scaring the poor maid because she's like, You've gone mad. Literally. Um, he's yelling Merry Christmas and he's dancing with her. And then he goes and like walks down the street and he's greeting everybody. He's a brand new man. He even donates to the guy who he turned down earlier. Mm-hmm. Which um, it sounds like he donated quite a bit. Because yeah. that guy was very shocked. Well, and then he joins in on the caroling. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and the turkey was for um the Cratchits. Cratchits. Yes, because <laughs> they could only afford a yeah. goose. So he then goes to his nephew's house, basically with his tail between his legs, you know, not thinking that they're going to accept him. And they end up welcoming welcoming him yeah, in open arms. And sweet. he actually walks into the scene that he saw with Ghosts of Christmas Present, which I thought was kind of him, cool. Yeah. Um, and the next thing we see it is... It was so cute. Sorry to cut oh, you ahead. off, but it was so cute. Like, they're sitting, they're getting ready to eat dinner. He's like, we must do this at my house next yeah, year. Yeah, that was, was like, cute. I'm like, no one wants to go to your house, but thank you. <laughs> this house is much nicer, but thank you. Um, but anyways, he ends up, the, they're at work the next day. Cratchit comes in late and he thinks he's about to get scolded. Um, and Scrooge turns it on him and actually tells him that he's going to be raising his salary. What a great Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah, and then we find out that Tiny Tim ends up getting better. He doesn't die. And that Scrooge has actually become a second father to him. And the movie kind of ends with Tiny Tim on Scrooge's shoulders and yelling, God bless everyone. <laughs> And that's how the movie ends. It it happens a little bit different in the book. Pretty much. But I think we, we for the most part, get this whole, like, you know, Scrooge had a... Epiphany. Epiphany. He's a good human now. He helps the Cratchits. And, yeah, I, I think in the book, even, he he builds a relationship with Tiny Tim. So, for the most part, it's pretty much the yeah. same in, in how it <laughs> ends. But, um, but, yeah, like... I don't know. I don't I, like I said earlier. I haven't seen any of the other a- adaptations. I don't know how many mm-hmm. you have, but like, how different are they? Because I feel like this added a lot of like unnecessary. Stuff. It's just, this one's a, just a lot darker. Yeah, uh, Scrooge version is more modern take on mm-hmm. it, um, and then some of the other ones are just more classic version yeah. of it. So I don't know. I just I don't know. <laughs> Did it stay true to the book? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think as long as you have a crotchety guy, um, <laughs> you know, and three ghosts, and the guy changing his mind at the end of how the world is, and Tiny Tim, of course, and Tiny, and some child that needs help, like it. That's what this story is. I, I do love this storyline. I always will. I don't know about this this version. So yeah. Book or movie? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Oh well, maybe is maybe it? not. I because don't know. I don't know. As much as like didn't like the movie, I didn't like the book even more. <laughs> okay, so, we gotta pick one. I guess I'll pick the movie. All right, I, I'll go with the classic. I'll go with the book because I really don't like this version. Because it's <laughs> so not Christmassy. It's so well, yeah, it's very non-Christmas, and it's so funny because everyone always argues like whether or not um, Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. is a Christmas movie or a Halloween yeah. movie. I'd like to take that debate up with this movie, <laughs> correct? Because there's a lot of scary scenes and yeah. unnecessary like dark. I feel like aspects. Nightmare Before Christmas is more jolly and jolly than this one. Well, depends on who you ask, but yeah, yeah. There's definitely less like ominousness. Is yeah. that a word? Um, ominousness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're going book. I'll go book. All right. <laughs> but I feel like we haven't uh, disagreed in a while. No. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Boovie Girls. You can also email us at theboviegirls at gmail.com. Also, like, if you know the thing about the Irish things, yeah, let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and like I said earlier, we are on Patreon. Uh, we have some levels for you to sign up at. You just uh, go to patreon.com forward slash the movie girls to sign up. And what are we doing next week? We are doing Elf. <laughs> just like uh, Home Alone, uh, they did an illustrated version of Elf after the movie came out. So we will get to hear Roche's beautiful reading voice once again. By popular demand of our own, we yes. wanted to do this one. Yep. So when, when uh, Hannah saw that they also had this version or this book. We had to. We had to do it. Had to snag it. It was like either we do Home Alone two, or we do this. But I think we'll save Home Alone two yeah, for next Christmas. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie. Bye. Bye.